guys, and welcome to From Startup to Success. I'm your host, Mike DeHart, and today we have with us Graham Lichtner, founder of Pillars of Growth, Mind, Body, Spirit, and MBS Coach. He helps people awaken their infinite potential and change the world by first changing ourselves. Graham, thanks for coming on to the show. Most definitely, dude. Excited to be here. Very excited. Yeah, definitely, man. I got a lot of great questions for you, and hopefully you can uh, help inspire some youth you know, into starting their own business and uh, give them some great tips on how to live a more fulfilling life, you know? Of course, and I've effed up about 100,000 things, so I should have plenty of lessons <laughs> to teach. Let's do it. I'm ready to rock and roll, dude. Let's get it. Awesome, and let's get man. breakfast. We out here. So just throwing the first curveball at you here, what was your life like before you decided to actually jump into entrepreneurship? So like uh, work, school, like what were your habits, everything? Just lay it all out for us. Right. So before I started uh, entrepreneurship, and I guess I should really just rewind the script a little bit because I've in theory been an entrepreneur since I was 16, yeah. um, started landscaping when I was 16 and started, uh, I got a phone call when I was 16 from a friend and we were about to go off to college. I was 17 actually when this happened. Mm -hmm. And he was like, Hey man, you want to earn some money before we go to college? I'm like, yeah, sure. What are we doing? He's like, well, if you go halves with me on this ounce, we can sell this to uh, people and we can earn a little coin and we can also smoke for free. I'm talking about marijuana at the time. Yeah. And I was like, hell yeah, dude, I'm down. And so thus began my uh, my drug dealing enterprise when I was 16. So it's been a, a combination of a lot of different businesses since then. As far as my habits and who I was is concerned, I've changed so many, I've went through so many different phases as entrepreneurship will take you on that journey. And that journey is just the, the journey of extracting who you truly are by consistently putting yourself on the forefront of the battlefield of yourself and just continually seeing who you are by going through adversity, growing through adversity and learning lessons and then deciding, you know, who am I and what do I want to do? What is the one thing I want to do? If I want to be an entrepreneur, what is the one thing I want to offer people? Do I want a product? Do I want to offer a service? How do I want to serve? And, and so on and so forth. So, I mean, for me, I, I've been, it started as, as something humble with the landscaping and turned into something as insane as uh, large scale drug dealing. And then everywhere in between from selling Cutco knives to um, running a full fledged landscaping business to doing snowplow removal, to doing odd jobs, to now doing what I believe to be for sure my true calling, which is moving people to awaken their infinite potential so we can change the world by first changing ourselves. Yeah, dude, that's that's awesome, man. It, it's kind of crazy um, through like life. You just go through so many changes, and uh, a lot of people change their beliefs from uh, an early age up into like you know their mid forties, fifties, and even beyond that. Um, but you know, I'm glad to see that you're doing a lot better now. And uh, <laughs> you stopped you stopped the uh, the drug dealing and everything like that to find something that you're you know truly passionate about. Um, so like with that being said, like with your with your true purpose now and like what you're doing, how did you actually get started um, in your like coaching business here? Yeah, for sure. So uh, when I was a junior going into my senior year of college, uh, my dad got sick with lung cancer and I was at a very, I was at a crossroads of my life where I was half of the time, a drug dealer, drug addict, where people didn't know me behind the scenes. I felt very much like Dackle and Hyde part of me was like the person that I knew that I could be. And I was like out there motivating, inspiring, and just, you know, listening to people 
learning more about myself, going deeper, gaining knowledge, gaining wisdom, et cetera. And this other side of me was still trapped in the drug game, still trapped in greed, still trapped in my ego. And I had this, you know, inner struggle, inner battle that was really conflicting me and putting me in a place of anxiety, stress, um, depression, all kinds of different things, insomnia. And uh, my dad got really sick. It opened my eyes to a lot of things, but the number one thing it opened my eyes to was that when he was going to transcend from this world, I was going to know that he was always going to be watching me. And in the process of understanding that and really getting to know him on a deeper level, since we didn't have a good relationship growing up, uh, I, I started to, to find a lot of love in him and saw the love he had for me. And we developed a really great relationship. And it was on that road towards his funeral where I realized that you know, I have this really amazing gift to bring people together. I have this really amazing gift to uh, push myself outside my comfort zone and see the good in myself and other people that they might not see, right? That intuition to guide me forward, to keep me on the straight and narrow. And I hadn't been listening to it. And that was what was causing all that inner conflict. And so through the process of my dad dying, it actually aligned me with my true self and aligned me with my true purpose. And it was at his funeral, um, we were in this church and uh, my whole life, I've been a very outspoken person, someone who just talks too much, right? Doesn't listen enough. And that day I, I was going to give the eulogy. I, or I was going to give the eulogy. I was going to say some words. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when push came to shove and I got up there for the first time in my life, I swallowed my pride and I just shut up and listened. And I really listened. I listened to what all the people that had come to the funeral had to say. I listened to his good friend give the eulogy. I listened to stories here and there from people all over the world. And uh, I had never seen anything like it. There were thousands of people at this funeral. I had never witnessed such an event like that. And to see full-grown men crying because my dad had made such a great impact on them. My dad was also a coach. He was a swim coach for over 30 years at a private high school near where, uh, outside Philadelphia. Mm -hmm. I just had the realization in that moment, like that pure moment of clarity where I could no longer run for myself. And I knew that I needed to step up and be the man that I always was supposed to be and be the human that I was always supposed to be. And I needed to let go of greed and let go of my ego. And I needed to embrace my true self, awaken my true self and allow that intuition to guide me forward so I could be a servant of humanity. Yeah, no, that's, it's honestly like a truly inspiring story. Um, it's it's really unfortunate that like a lot of people have to go through like such hardships to actually find you know their true self um and like what they're actually like passionate about but like you know you you were really courageous um through the whole process it seems and i mean you you came out on the other side like a lot better and now you're actually helping people yeah. experience this so i mean that's that's awesome man i, I love hearing stories about you know um these types of situations just turning out to this because a lot of people can fall down the path of like uh, i hate saying like darkness but like they'll fall into kind of like despair um and they they try to find hope in situations like that but it you know they can't they can't pull themselves out of it but like you 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 found like the the light at the end of the tunnel and i mean you're helping mm -hmm. other people do that so i mean like it's honestly like truly inspiring is probably the only word i can actually think of for it um, and like along that journey, um, and from like then to like now, you've probably went through like a lot of mistakes actually being a coach. Um, and in your opinion, like what were the biggest mistakes that you actually learned from in, you know, through this whole process of being a coach? Right. So you're saying being a coach or being, um, the business owner? Um, so actually both, 
Um, so like being okay. a business owner probably first, and then uh, right, you can probably right, get right. talking to like, coaching <laughs> <laughs> after that. Yeah, of course, for sure. Yeah. Well, for my, for it's interesting. For my job, they kind of go hand in hand because what I don't think people realize is that as a business owner, you are a coach. Mm-hmm. If you have employees, you're constantly coaching them up. It's your job to coach yourself and them because if you can get the best out of them mm-hmm. and create a really great company culture, they will execute for you. You won't have to hound them. You won't have to to get them to do stuff, mm-hmm. right? I love that. Get them to do stuff. Yeah. I love when people talk about their employees as pawns. That's a beautiful thing because that just shows their unawareness of the actual truth, which is that these are people that they have cultivated into their life to give yeah. them something that they want and, you know, vice versa. Mm-hmm. So, um, the biggest things that that I, biggest mistakes I've made. The first mistake that I made, um, the, I'd say the biggest mistake I made was. What is the biggest mistake I made? I'm gonna skip to a mistake because I think that yeah, I actually did a lot of things about really of good. <laughs> yeah, I think so many of the things I did when I first started needed to be so right. I mean, I got a really great idea. I took it. I ran with it without fully understanding it, but it was along that process that I learned all these little lessons. Right. That are now coming into play, you know, four years in where I'm like, oh, my gosh, like this is so applicable. So I think that one of the things that I really this is this is the most important thing I've learned uh, mistakes wise. If forever, whoever is working for you, your employees, if you do not know what they want, you will unconsciously project what you want onto them. And then at some point that will manifest its ugliness in their betrayal or in miscommunication that will lead to them wanting to leave or you being upset because you had different expectations or them doing what happened to me, which was that the person that I did not ask what exactly they looked for, like I, I thought I knew, but clearly did not communicate with them enough to understand, they had convinced other people uh, in my organization to quit as well. And so in one night, something that I worked so hard to build crumbled and I was left in despair. You know, I was left once again, like in the dark, once again, who am I? Once again, what shall I do? Once again, what, what does this test mean? What does this mean? What does this mean? Right. And so I think as entrepreneurs, the, the beauty, the beauty of being an entrepreneur is that you get, you get so much personal development within the realm of your professional. So you're like constantly getting uh, pressure on you that is forcing you to grow or not right in different ways. And you're constantly getting these areas of your life highlighted that you are struggling or that you are unaware of. Right. I was unaware of the fact that I wasn't a good communicator. I was unaware of the fact that I wasn't a good listener. I thought I was, my shit didn't stink. I really thought I was that great. And it only took one person over the course of eight months to be like, I don't part of this anymore. And this is someone that I trusted so much. I'd call my brother, et cetera. So I think the biggest mistake that I made was not understanding people that were working with me and what they actually valued. And thus me being unaware of them created issues within my organization. Yeah. That is, that is true. I hear a lot of business owners, um, just to touch on this subject, a lot of business owners refer to their uh, employees as like children, that they have to watch their children yeah. all the time and take care of their children um, because they don't know any better. And listen, right. guys, it's you if you teach them and like show them and ask them, um, you know, about either like themselves, like what do they want to accomplish, make sure like their goals align with yours. Um, you won't have to watch them every single day and make sure they're doing the right thing because they're right. people like <laughs> they're actual humans. You got to understand that like they have feelings, emotions, the whole the whole nine yards. You can't just treat them like they're an object that you can just replace because if you treat them right and like they're an actual person and figure out what they want, 
um, not only for like themselves, but for your business, you can make them excel into like a superstar individual for your company and actually develop a really strong relationship with that person um, to, you know, inspire other employees around them as well. Um, right. Yeah. And I think, I think to, to build on that, which I thought was a great point, I think it's something to note that if you are in a position where you're referring to your, your employees as children, then you've already lost the battle, which is to allow them to understand that it's a collaboration, right? Because what do children do? They beg, they cry, they whine, they're lazy. They don't know. They need to be taught and coddled all the time, right? Yep. And, and as, a, as, as an employer, if that's, if that's the state of your company, guess what's going to happen when shit goes down? They're going to cry and whine and beg, and you're going to have to do all the work. So in theory, you're just creating more work for yourself by not giving them the respect they deserve because they are people. They do need to learn, and they will be willing to learn if you are willing to learn because yep. it all stems from the leader, right? Lead and others will follow. Yep. People are just going to follow whatever you set the tone as, right? so true honestly it's it's so true um i have actually gone through a lot of random employees uh through the years of actually being like an entrepreneur um and one thing that i found common in every single one was every single person that i didn't have good communication with or wasn't on a good like a uh, uh personal like a uh, level with uh what's the best way to say this if i wasn't talking to that person on like a personal level um they typically would leave my company within only like a, a couple months whereas now since i have full communication with them they haven't left and it's been well over six months now that i've been working with the people that i've been working with that's probably the best way i can actually say it that way so you really got to have good communication skills you got to listen to what they're saying you can't just tell them to shut up and do, with, yeah. yeah you just can't tell them to shut up and work it, it it'll never work out you can't build culture that way and he makes it Graham makes an amazing point here saying that too um but let's actually get down to the nitty-gritty here sorry to like break this down like this but yeah, if good. you had to start from scratch no employees you the only thing you have right now is the knowledge of what you've accumulated over the years of doing this if you had to start your wow. business right now from scratch what would be your biggest priority in doing so it, it's the priority that everyone needs to start with which is why you're doing what you're doing you have to get very clear on your vision mission and values you have to get clear on why you're doing what you're doing how you're doing it mm -hmm. right and what constitutes this company? What constitutes this culture? What constitutes this entity, right? And that's the first thing I do with all my business clients is I help them get clear on their vision, mission, values. Because if you don't know why you're doing it and you don't know how you're going to do it and you don't know what is going to constitute this thing, then you don't have any direction. If you don't have any direction, anywhere to go. You're just floating, which is what 99% of businesses are doing. They're just floating. They're just staying afloat long enough to earn something, which is why they're constantly in this negative place, which is thus as a representation of their employees being children. It's all, it all trickles down the line. It all starts from alignment. So the, the thing that's been the biggest change for me in the last uh, year, and the thing that was the biggest change for me in the beginning was that alignment. When my dad died, I got aligned with myself. I was like, this is why I'm doing what I'm doing. This is how I'm going to do it. And this is what I do for. This is who I am, right? Mm -hmm. And then I, somewhere along that first three years, I lost a little bit of that, got a little confused, got lost in the sauce. And in the last year and a half, my whole, my whole purpose has been to get back to that, right? So why are we doing what we're doing? 
Well, because at Pillars of Growth, we want to help people awaken the infinite potential within themselves, changing the world by first changing ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. How we're going to do it. We do it each and every day by expanding our minds, developing our bodies and aligning our spirits so that we can awaken the infinite potential within ourselves to change the world by first changing ourselves. They flow into one another. And what constitutes it, right? What are the values, right? The values are extremely unique for each and every person. It's one of those things that I highly recommend everyone getting extremely, extremely clear on because if you don't know what constitutes yourself, if you don't have your values completely articulated, it's going to be extremely difficult for you to continue to move forward in your business. Because when push comes to shove, you're not going to know exactly what you stand for. For example, integrity, that's the third value of pillars of growth. Mm-hmm. Do the right thing, even if it costs you, right? So many of these, so many of these values, like they just hit so hard, right? For me, integrity, when I think about that, that goes into every single thing I'm doing. That's me when I'm doing my taxes. Like, I'm like, is this, is this really something I should write off? Like, I'd rather be a person of, of integrity to myself than get a buy with a couple more dollars. I've been there, right? I've had the greed that that phase is gone. So yeah. I think the number one thing that I would do is get extremely, extremely clear on the vision, the mission and values of your company, why you're doing what you're doing, how you're going to do it, and what constitutes the entity. Yeah, absolutely, man. I completely agree with that. I actually recently um, just started writing down like what my actual like purpose was for like my company, um, and it actually came with the podcast. I I genuinely just want to help people and hear their stories as well. Um, I love actually teaching and helping others. It, it's weird, but I recently came upon like this thought just one day because. Me and um, me and Oliver, not to extend this too much longer. Me and Oliver have conversations every single day where we're teaching each other things, talking about like topics, just explaining stuff to each other that we both never like thought of before. Um, and it hit me like, I love having these conversations. So why don't I just have these conversations with other other people, and then show others these conversations to try to help them as well, not only build like a better um, better person a better business, you know, um, for them and, uh, others. I think that's probably the best way I can put that. (laughs) I basically just love giving value to a community because good karma is a thing. If you do something good for others, they're more than likely going to do good things for you and other people around them. And it just builds a really great world, um, in the kind of shitty world that we live in today with people just, uh, trying to nickel and dime each other. And they're just in it for, uh, money and other, uh, non, uh, what's the word for it? I'm at a, I'm at a loss here. If they're just in it for like the monetary value, it's not a good purpose. You got to be in it for something more than just that. Monetary gain is like nothing. Money is like infinite in this world. There's tons of it out there for everybody. If you want to be greedy, you can go get it. But like, I, I just want to build a better world by helping other people out, honestly. Um, I probably just jumped into like 20 different topics. In no, this you're good, like dude. Yeah, keep, but like... keep, keep writing it, man. It's the most important thing, man. You got, cause this is why, cause every single time that you have the opportunity, because we talked about communication earlier, mm-hmm. the way to, the way to get employees or other people to understand you and create a deeper connection faster is to take your ideology and turn it into language because then it's downloadable in more than one way. You can speak it and they can listen to it. Mm-hmm. You can write it out and they can read it. 
right? Versus you, versus someone being around you and just feeling your energy, that vibration you're giving off. They know that you mean X, Y, Z, but that's why language was developed. So other people could move language yes. and move the idea and move the vibration around. Mm-hmm. So by you doing that and getting really clear on it, your employees understand you better, which makes a tighter knit community. Your, your podcast peeps understand you better, creates a tighter connection. Yep. People in general from here to there, near to far, understand you faster, which creates more connections faster, right? And yep. it all comes from language and simplifying what it is that you actually stand for. Vision, mission, values is by far the most important thing. It's, it's the spine. If you don't have a spine, right? Your brain, your spine, like, you know, your nervous systems, et cetera. Like that's yeah. like, that's what constitutes the beginning of a business without that stuff, dude, you're, yeah. you're, good. you're just, you're just floating. You, yeah. you don't have direction and people aren't going to understand you and they're going to question you and you're not going to have an answer for them. Yeah, man. Um, I, I jumped into this, uh, the entrepreneur space since I was like probably like 17 years old. Um, and I can guarantee you within like the, the first like five or six years of actually doing it, I really had no meaning as to what I was actually doing like no purpose no vision and i can guarantee that uh i just was floating as he talked about um but as soon as i found like a purpose and like a meaning behind like what i was doing i i had this fire or this like spark inside of me just to really push for it and do it and i've never been more devoted to one thing in my life than when i found my actual like true purpose for this so it's 100 percent true you you might be like having all these great ideas and you're just like, I'm going to jump into one of these ideas and just try to pursue it. But then you'll lose that spark or that like uh, that motivation just for that one idea because it wasn't, there was nothing backing it. There was no purpose or like meaning behind that idea. You were just like, I'm going to get rich quick by doing this one thing. And it, it never works out that way, man. Right, when you right. when you find that purpose, you're really going to go for it. And you just got to... Yeah. And just... No, no, go ahead. I was going to say, and you believe right now that the number one thing, your purpose is the podcast. Yeah. Honestly, the teach people. That's awesome, dude. So awesome, dude. I've been having so much fun talking to all these people. It's actually crazy. I have learned so much in the past like two weeks than I ever have in my like eight years of being an entrepreneur. Honestly, it has been, I've loved every single second of this. And honestly, just like talking to uh, you, Oliver, and basically every other like uh, coach or a uh, personal trainer, personal development uh, person, um, I've just like learned so much more about myself like every single time. And I definitely got to go on a hike with you guys sometime because like, <laughs> please do. Dude, yeah. those those sound dope, dope as hell. Oliver's been trying Amazing. to pull me towards every it, week. but uh, I've just been like so crazy busy. But I think I want to go on one either this this weekend or next one but that's a whole nother Dude, topic when you're, that we gotta when, get yeah when you're ready when you're ready feel <laughs> free man it's, it's, it's well I'm, I'm moving to california in march but i think oliver will still be hosting them while i'm gone but yeah let's continue i know you got other questions yeah. <laughs> so the, the last question is probably the most deepest question and it's something that a lot of people can relate to because we know friends or family that have gone through this at least 99 percent of us have um if you had a friend that was struggling with starting their business what advice would you give them that would provide the most impact to their current situation? I believe that if I had a friend that was struggling to start their business, I would ask them why they want to start it. I feel like if you're having problems starting it, it's because you have an alignment issue and you're unable to take action because you are unsure of the fact that this is what you want to do or you're unsure that this is what I'm speaking about right now is something I actually know what I'm talking about, 
right? It all comes from this fear that like, I don't think this is actually who I am, which is for me, the perfect time for us to have a deep conversation ourselves or have a deep conversation with ourselves. Like what exactly do we want? Why exactly are we doing this? What exactly is the vision of our life? What exactly is gonna make us happy? What exactly do we feel like we need to do here? Do we really value ourselves? These are the most important questions we can ask ourselves. And in that, in that circumstance, if you don't have a coach or someone to help you see your blind spots, that's a great time for you to pull out a journal and start asking yourself these questions and writing out your truth and what you understand of yourself thus far. I think that the reason people have struggles at the beginning is because they don't understand what they're getting themselves into because they don't actually know their vision, mission, values. They don't know why they're doing what they're doing. So they jump into something with the hopes that they're going to strike it rich right, and earn money or they're going to have all this freedom or create more impact or whatever the, the normal bullshit language people uses, which doesn't define anything. Like creating impact is too ambiguous. Like what exactly do you want to do? Like if you ask me, Graham, what is it that you do everything for, man? Why are you doing this? It's because when I'm 90 years old and I'm walking down the street and I walk past some kid and he treats me the same way that I would treat him if we were the roles reversed and he somehow was impacted by something that I did, I know that I lived a full life. Right, it's that vision in my mind, right, of that kid who's speaking to me with so much love, unconditional love for me, who he doesn't even know, and doing the right thing, right? Just because he believed that, he's learned through the grapevine because I planted a tree years ago that I knew I would never sit under that shade. And that's just a reflection of that tree. And so like for me, that's why I do it. So if you don't know why you're doing what you're doing, you're not gonna have a successful business. So I think it all comes down to that. It's an alignment issue. It's like, why are you doing this? I feel like everyone they either get paralyzed or they get stressed or they stretch themselves too thin. It's because they're trying to overcompensate for some sort of insecurity, fear, limiting belief, doubt they have going on internally. And thus it manifests itself in paralysis, analysis paralysis, we'll say, or uh, you know, someone being overeager, having a chip on their shoulder, trying to take on too many things at once or not being able to give up control, et cetera. There's so many ways it manifests, but it all starts with just understanding why, how, and what you what constitutes your existence, right? It's, yeah. it's just... It has to start there, dude. It it's has to. Absolute truth. This guy, like, as soon as you guys start understanding what he just said right there, you will just see success come to you, honestly, because you'll have you'll have like the passion and the drive to actually do what you're destined to do. I know that sounds kind of corny, but like it's <laughs> it's it's totally true, 100%. As soon as I found my passion with this and like my why. I I just started skyrocketing with this. I went out of my comfort zone on so many different levels, reaching out to people, talking to people. I it, it was difficult for me to do before, but as soon as I knew that this is something that had to be done and that I wanted it to uh, become a real like a real thing, um, I went out of my, I went out of my way to make it happen. So it's yeah, one hundred percent true, man. And I appreciate you actually informing the audience about that because a lot of people are out there. Um, just trying to find their true purpose in all this. So you, you break yeah, and, it down. And let me make one thing clear while we're here. Yeah, yeah, of course. Let me make one more thing clear. If you're listening to this and your main motivation is money, then you don't know your you don't know what you're doing. You don't know why you're doing it. Yep. That's not that 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 will every every great philosopher will tell you that that chasing pleasure will lead you in just one one place and one place just there. That's the quickest way to your your. Uh, if you're the jackal, that's the quickest way to your hide. And I've lived that and I know that, right? And I watch other people go through it and I have clients where they live in that way, right? Tons of my business clients, like that's how they are. They, they start in this spot 
they get themselves too far extended from who they are and now they lost themselves within their own creation and that's a scary place so yeah yeah money's your main motivator it's 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 just remember it's paper yeah it's it's an object man Uh, objects don't last but uh true impressions and true true what's the word i'm looking for here basically when you make an impression on someone's life it gives a greater chance for that person to make greater impressions on other people's lives and it starts a chain reaction right there uh the butterfly effect give or take so it, when you make a lasting impression on a person it really does go the distance and it really can help generate positivity for other people in either that person's life or you know people around them um so yeah one 100 percent true I am so fumbling my words today. It's crazy, but uh, it's a Monday morning, okay, so maybe that's why. <laughs> I got stumped when I got stumped earlier when I was gonna I was gonna recite all my values, and for some reason the first one just didn't come to me. But they're service, leadership, integrity, curiosity, um, gratitude, humility, vigilance, courage, and honor. And I, for whatever reason, fumbled over that earlier too. It happens sometimes. It, it's Monday. To all of us. I'm just gonna. But I do know. Them. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm just gonna say it's Monday, dude. But it's, it, I mean, this is a laid back podcast. I'm not, I'm not trying to pressure uh, anything. So like, yeah, but dude, if, but dude, this, this, this is, this is the beauty. You're being authentic. You're just being honest. Like, yeah. dude, I forget shit all the time. I can't tell you how many times I've been in the middle of in-depth conversations like this or even deeper. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden I just lose all train of thought and I have no idea what I'm saying or why. And I'm like, I completely blip out for a second. So dude, that's okay. Like dude. I'm still Graham. I still know what I stand for. I just <laughs> forgot it for a half a second of time. Yeah, man. I can blame the garbage man though. There was a garbage truck outside guys. I swear to God, just like making some noise and like my like mind just went like right over there, but that's besides the point. I'm not going to make excuses. Maybe just a little bit. Yeah, but... It's all good. Yeah. <laughs> no worries, dude. I'm sure, I'm sure the, the listeners are just grateful to have a new perspective, right? Yeah, absolutely, man. That's what I'm looking for. I, I want to get everybody's perspective, all the information um, collected and put it into like one place so people can just listen to this work and truly find their meaning behind uh, their business and actually, you know, grow it into something great to inspire others. That's it's the true, uh, true nature of what I want to do. So I, I love this. Now, your time is worth something. Absolutely. So is there anything that you'd want to let the viewers know about? Um, anything you're doing? Just let them know. Yeah, so if anything I said was um, you thought was valuable to whoever's listening right now, and I'm mostly talking about probably the vision, mission, values. I think that's the thing I talk the most about. Uh, on my YouTube channel, I have a video about vision, mission, values, and there's a video also on pillars of growth, mission, et cetera. And I think it'd be worth looking at and just like going a little deeper with and yeah, there's no sell. It's just an opportunity for you to potentially get a little deeper with yourself and a little deeper with your company, which will then help you communicate, like I said, and articulate your truth to your clients, to um, other prospects, to your team, which will then help you build something that's going to last the next thousand years, not the last, you know, not the next 10 minutes, which is what most people do. They build that short-term thing instead of playing playing long game because they don't know what they're playing for <laughs> yeah right exactly man if you know if you know if you know why you're playing for it why would you ever give up on it you know what i mean yeah exactly if you if you truly believe in something you're not gonna you're not gonna give it up you're just gonna go go for it till the end because you know it's going mm-hmm. to uh 
create a uh, a greater impact. I know I know I shouldn't use the word impact, but it's gonna <laughs> it's gonna last. No, it's okay to use the word impact, but when people are, when you ask them, I'm like, you know, why are you doing what you're doing? I want to create impact. It's like you it's know, more okay. impact. It's like what does that mean? <laughs> well, it just sounds like they don't actually care about the impact. They they care about they they just say that to make themselves feel like they check that box and they're doing it for someone else. But what that really tells me is like no, what I'm really saying is like I just want to I I I I just want to be successful. Like that's not why that's not why I do what I do. I do it because I really believe in one unified world. We value, respect, and love one another as our true and most authentic selves. And the way to do that is to awaken the infinite way. I'm sorry, awaken the infinite potential within ourselves to change the world by first changing ourselves. It all starts with us. Every single thing starts with us. Yeah, it's letting go of that egocentric point of view that allows us to embrace this collective unconscious collective conscious and, and start yeah. to make some serious progress in this world because you know we freaking need it we're ready it's about time yes 2020 you start making some changes baby and it's up to us yes yes Thank leadership God baby that. leading others will follow you're inspiring me right now to get my podcast started sooner i've been i, I started one dude what like two years ago and then oh i God. like I, I it wasn't it wasn't perfect the way i thought it was right i was like yeah something's off it was the name it wasn't the right name then, you know, now I'm, I'm moving to California in March. And I've been saying like, okay, as soon as I get out there, I'm starting this up. But no, just being now. on this and start in the reverse. Now. Yeah, yeah, get yeah. That, get, I'm going to come on your podcast. Start it now. I don't know what it's about, but I will join you on it. And we'll make something happen. <laughs> but uh, that could be I like another that. That could be like another 30-minute conversation. But uh, I think our runtime is going to be That one's going to be longer. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to have a runtime on mine. There isn't, there isn't a need for runtime. I'll just <laughs> let it roll, dude. Who cares? That's for me, though. I'm hungry. That's why there's a runtime. Typically, when I do no, these, yeah, dude, like go do your thing. Go do your thing. <laughs> go do it, brother. Go do but, it. Hey, on that note, Graham, I appreciate you coming on. This has been awesome. Uh, I am truly inspired to even work harder now after this conversation. So I appreciate all your time, man. Hundred percent. And I didn't mention this. Um, if you do want to look at that YouTube video, people, my YouTube is Graham Lickner, G R A H A M, Graham like the cracker, Lickner, L I C H T N E R. And dude, Mike, I, I really appreciate you having me on, man. It was a real good time. I'm excited to meet you in person here one of these weekends coming up yeah. and do a little LARPing, bro. I got the sword right here. Yo, the one, the first not, one that broke. <laughs> that, that one so, has been through. We out here. That looks like it's been dude, through a you couple battles, saw, man. You should have saw what I did to yesterday. I, 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 uh, I slashed Oliver straight off. You should see his welts, man. They're legit. They're legit. <laughs> Tell him to send you a picture of him right now. It's it, crazy. Pain can be funny only sometimes, and it's only when it's happening to your friends on occasion. <laughs> I'm just going to say that now. Pain, and and let's not get too philosophical, but pain also is the thing that's going to teach you so many lessons. So with that said. That is true. That's, with that said, we're going to end this now. Graham, thank you, my man. Take care. You got it, brother. Peace, peace. Uh-huh.